Hey, this is Logan from Ram Records, and you're listening to Misrepresent on the legendary Cool London. Good evening, it's Wednesday the 24th of January. I'm Misrepresent. Big shouts out to everyone who's in the chat room right now looking lively. Shouts to all the crew on Twitter. Kickstarting the show as usual with my top 10. And this one's by Limited, it's called Another Dimension. Got a big show coming up DJ Pure on the guest mix, Bergerman on the shutdown, and Logan on a big interview from Ram. Big up, Casper. Another dimension. for me this week this is Gaija Alarm this one's forthcoming for the 5th of February Sixth of January, this is Osman, Plutonium, Ford on serial killers. Plutonium. again this is on the 5th of February it's called hearing damage this is in number four for me this week it's 
number five for me this week, Philip Motivinsky. Chat's called Combination and it's out on the 2nd of February. on the 2nd of February as well. Pump it up, Jack the Ripper. Number six for me this week. for me this week Jamie Erie Blackout J.A. Bitches Sam Gilly as well champion. This is out on the 11th of February. Sweet musical farmer. This is the Midway remix. This will be out on the 29th of January.
In number nine, this is Remark Bad Man Tune. This came out a couple of days, guys. Shouts out to Casper. Also out to April Rain, Michael ST. Shouts out to DJ Pure Locked On. Got a guest mix coming up from him shortly. Number 10 for me this week. This is out on the 29th of January. I should have stepped out and it's called Tell Me. Is my top 10 for this week. Going into this, this is Lights and Lasers. This will be out on the 1st of February. Try this is Bright Remix. Also, shouts to April Rain. 
That's a big up Ashleo and Lily. February on cause for concern. It's subtension and polar. Also, shouts out to Finn, Jay White, Nikki B, E Hill, and Dan James. Got Logan on the interview later. Burger MC on the shutdown and Jepsers, Desert Island Dub. Type of flight simulator. featuring Life Size MC. It's called Tundra.
Thomas Owen Hammer. Forthcoming on Serial Killers. Got on the 26th of January, a couple of days. Tracks by Ozma. Shouts out to Darren and Freddie, MC Lippy. Shouts out to Empathy. This chat, high maintenance. It's got broken pieces. Oh, 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 
Hybrid, forthcoming serial killers on the 26th of January. featuring Cobber out on the 22nd of January. This is Insomniac. This is out on the 19th of January. February, it's by Mean Teeth. Chat's called Blaze.
Ozma again out on the 26th of January. I love this EP. I've played all four tunes now. This chat's called University, forthcoming serial killers by Ozma. Yes, yes, Tina, just joined us in the chat room. Jane Lines called Rip Your Face Off. And this is the Blackley remix, it's out on the 23rd of February. That's a DJ major just joined us. Shouts to slap. Slap, slap. forthcoming on dub damage Thank <laughs> you. 
of Coming Coming Crooked featuring Mephjus called Manzella. It's the Malik's remix. Misrepresent on the award winning CoolLondon.com. Absolute fire. Let's go. Add that into this. This is called First Things First. Featuring the Ragger Twins. First Things First. When them 16 bars done, call the hearse. Fit the pussy hole and fancy. And the man them wear one like Mumalashi. Wanna overstep the mark. Take steps with it, then walk for talk. You know the bullshitting. Come close, let me explain some things. Chat room's looking lively. Shouts out to everyone there. Alright, listen. We're not shouts. Unless you're hard to hear it. We move silently. You don't see me coming. You hear me whisper. You feel the same in young 
one's Remark. This is the Blade Runner remix. So murderer. Came out a couple of days ago. Yeah, lucky. So it is Desert Island Dub Plate time. And this week it's Jepsa who's chosen the Desert Island Dub. not familiar with what this feature is this is if you got stuck on an island and you had to take one tune with you what would it be and why we recently interviewed Jepsa played um, for his night New Year's Eve at Reading was off a hook sold out wicked night if you haven't guessed it this is Zinc Reach Out Remix
Jackson. That's the island dub.
you're locked onto our girl, misrepresent on the one and only CoolLondon.com. So it's guest mix time. This week, guest mix is with DJ Pure. He uh, he sits as a resident on Mode FM. Recently, went to go and play with him down in London. You're listening to Misrepresent Call London. This is DJ Pure in the Gets Mix for the next 30 minutes. Got a shouts locked in from DJ Pure's side. Shouts out to Flame, also Bobby Gray. Baseline Barbie as well, locked on. Naomi just joined us in the chat room. Add some lines up. Don't forget, Chopper was on for the last two hours before us. Big up, Chop Chop. Shouts to April Rain, Zion and Naomi. Shouts out to Miss Monday that's just joined us. Chat who's looking live there. Also, shouts out to everyone on Twitter. Chrissy Vance there on the tweets. Oh, <laughs> 
got some new faces in the chat room tonight. Hello, Baseline Barbie. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to DJ Pure, friend of mine, in the guest mix. And uh, he'd just like to give a shout out to young Thomas. And Lisa, loads of people locked on. Shouts out to Lippy, Tyrant, also Ash, Lily, Leo as well. Doc Martin, Blue. Definitely Jesus popping off. that acts as a stimulant and a hallucinogen. You'll feel euphoric, energized, and sexually aroused. You may garner great pleasure from touching things and feel extreme empathy with others.
on this is misrepresent show on cool london you're listening to dj pure in the guest mix coming up we've got a logan interview he's uh, exclusively signed to ram records interesting interview and at the end of the show we're shutting it down with bergman mc
Donna, Jay Wyatt, E. Hill, John James, Tasha, Terry Lee, and too much. Thank you. 
Shouts to Jiggling and Nick and Tan. Just seeing you gingers in the chat room. Last couple of guest mix. This is DJ Pure. We're going to go into the interview of Logan. CoolLondon.com. Keep it locked. and today I'm interviewing Thomas Nupresong. He's better known to us in DB land as Logan and he's a name that's popped up through 2017 and a name that will be cemented in us for 2018 and beyond. He works hard within the scene of Atlanta and he has releases on RAM, Players, New Players, Hospital, Eat Brain, Subhuman, Project 51, Decipher and he is successfully running his own imprint, Santku Records. He's teamed up with Legion and Mayhem, but we've grabbed him for a moment to talk about his past, present and future. So hello, Logan. Thank you for joining me. Hi, thanks for having me on. That's cool. Thank you, thank you. Um, firstly, thank you for being patient while I got round to your interview, obviously with the mayhem of Christmas and New Year. But thank you for talking to us because I know it's a bit of a time difference. Just let us know how 2017's been for you. Oh, sure thing. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, 2017 was an interesting year as it was a bit of a transitional time for me going from working on Monday through Friday gig to starting my own business. But it's been good. It's been a good change overall. I get to spend more time with my family now, which is great. And uh, Legion and I also have graduated from program to RAM with our coming home single, so definitely no complaints there. No, definitely. That that was huge, so big up on that. So go back to when it yeah, started. No, so let's go back to when it started off in a musical world. You were into metal and then dubstep. What kind of music did you listen to growing up and how did the transition to drum and bass occur? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely a metalhead at heart. I listened to a variety of stuff, though, when I was real young, back in the 80s and early 90s. Stuff like DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, the Fat Boys, LL Cool J, all the way down to Def Leppard, Stevie Wonder, or even the Beach Boys. When I heard Guns N' Roses for the first time, it was all rock and metal after that. I had a death metal band from about 1995 to 2000, heavily influenced by bands like At The Gates, Sepultura, Pantera, Cannibal Corpse, Morbid Angel, etc. I actually didn't find out about drum and bass until 2005, which to me is a bit late in the game. Uh, I was at my buddy's place who spawned house music, and I walked into a friend of ours spinning drum and bass instead. He was in the middle of bringing in the Pendulum remix of Pack of Wolves when I walked in, and I was instantly hooked. I actually didn't know about dubstep until about 2007, I think. I remember Mayhem was all about it, and I thought it was all right, but a bit slow and boring. But eventually I discovered some artists and songs that I liked and started writing some as well. Well, you, you wouldn't be able to tell at all. You, you know, your production and, and the sounds that you're coming out with sound like they're well-developed. So, But you also play the, 
the piano, the guitar, the bass guitar and drums. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. So how long have you been playing the musical instruments for? Uh, yeah, so I mainly play guitar. I've been playing since I was 12, but around the same time I became friends with this kid whose entire family played instruments. So every time I went over there, which was all the time, there was his drums set up, uh, his dad's guitars and his brother's basses all lying around. So I just kind of dabbled with all of it. I took guitar lessons for about three months, but then my parents couldn't afford it anymore, so I was on my own after that. I used to listen to a few seconds of a song on my Walkman and then hit stop, pick up my guitar, and do my best to locate all the notes. Wow. This is how I trained myself to play by ear. That's really cool. Yeah, I actually can't read sheet music. That's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting that, you know, you, you can't read sheet music, but you can just obviously play it back by ear. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, it has its pros and cons, you know. I mean, definitely, you know, if someone were to put a classical piece in front of me with sheet music, I would just be completely lost. But they let me hear it for a little bit, I can probably pick it up. Yeah, yeah, cool. And, and so how did the music progress? And do you know what door you were on? And, and what are you using? Now. Uh, yeah, so my very first production setup was on a 8-track Tascam with a damn zip drive. Uh, it wasn't until around 2003 that a buddy of mine gave me a copy of Reason and Vegas Video. So I would make sounds, mostly drum beats, in Reason, and then export the audio and report it into Vegas Video to add live guitars, since you couldn't really do that in Reason at the time. Um, nowadays, I'm on Cubase. I've been on it since about 2005, I think. I have a Roland SH-201, a Korg Micro as hardware sense, Line 6 Pod Pros for my guitar and bass guitar work. Uh, I use a Rode NT1A microphone. And all of that runs through a Personas Digimax 96K, which goes into my RME Hammerfall sound card on my PC. And I use Mackie 824 MK2 monitors, Yay! a single Aventone for <laughs> referencing, and Sennheiser H25 2 headphones for DJing and mixdowns. I love my Mackies. I really do love them. So they're awesome, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I do. I like them too. I mean, they're kind of old nowadays. Everybody's kind of on the atoms now, but yeah. I still like them. Actually. Yeah. Talking about DJing, do you have a preferred DJ setup? Yeah, that's an interesting question because uh, I usually just prefer whatever is the current standard. Uh, so if it's still the Nexus 2000s and a DJM 900, then I would say those. I use Rekordbox these days. Uh, at home, I have three XDJ 700s and a DJM 600 with a broken effects knob. So pretty much anything equal or better than that is what I prefer. Uh, for some reason, I sometimes have to mention that I need to be able to hear the music I'm spinning, so I generally request two monitors at ear level that are actually pointing at my ears. It's a crazy concept, I know. No, no. Yeah, I don't know. You probably... Yeah, I know. Like, I'm sure you've been to a gig before where like the monitor's like on the floor behind you, like 10 feet behind you. You're like, how am I supposed to hear this? Like, I actually prefer a monitor on my right and if it's on a left it throws me so like yeah i play better with you know two monitors but i can just about get away with it but i, I do prefer it on my right because i have my headphone cup on my left yeah it's it's yeah. hard yeah yeah i don't use a laptop so i'm not really looking at wave files yeah you know? yeah well yeah but um you know talking about record box and nexus i mean they're great bits of kit that's come out you know to have that technology yeah. and to be able to cue point stuff and hotkey i love the hotkey buttons brilliant oh yeah it's fantastic yeah, it's yeah i thought cds was an upgrade and then when we got over to usb i was like what <laughs> yeah were you ever on vinyl it's crazy yeah i started on vinyl yeah and see. then i was actually opposed to cds for a long time and then i when i finally started getting into cds i was really struggling because <laughs> it felt different than vinyl uh, like, i couldn't get it i couldn't really match it that well and then eventually i got cds down i was exactly and then, you the know, same burning cds became really tiring i was exactly the same it took me years to get out of vinyl i was like no no I was yeah like, 
I don't want to use these plastic disc things. I want to play by. I was, I was exactly <laughs> the same. <laughs> and now I've made the switch to record yeah. box. I love it. It's brilliant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just carrying two USB drives Mm. definitely beats bringing a whole crate of records or a CD book. It's just so easy, yeah. So what was your first ever signed tune and what came in between before you signing exclusively to Ram? Uh, So the first tune I technically ever signed was a Neurofunk tune called Sometimes on Nerve Agent Recordings back in 2008. And then I did a liquid single on Ocean Breeze Digital and another one on Corinthian Recordings. These are all US labels. Okay. Uh, There were a few more here and there. But I feel like I didn't really start understanding how to write drum and bass until I started working with Mayhem in 2011. Because we started releasing stuff on my label, Santoku Records, and then did a remix for Gridlock on Project 51, followed by a single on Full Force. And then during this time, we started collaborating on Heavy Dubstep as well. And I worked on some stuff with him for his New Blood EP on Subhuman. Then I also did a tune with Zombie Cats called Vintage on Eat Brain, which was super awesome. Those guys are some of my favorite producers during the days of vinyl. So collaborate with them with a dream come true. Who doesn't like Eat Brain? Yeah, I did a tune with our Money Rain called Threat Control, which we put out on Decipher. That was also pretty cool. Mm. And then I started working with Legion, and we signed a track to Playas called Blackout, followed by our Warehouse EP on New Playas. And then during this time, that's when Ram had reached out. So we did the House card single on program and then from there we signed the exclusive deal you've actually released tracks on all of my favorite labels you know eat brain new play oh, wow. right you know, <laughs> so awesome. like hats off to you you know you're you're doing it definitely do they 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 are such big well, labels you. and they always sign good artists and you know to to me you know you're like a shining light so well done on that but just going back to how did the well, link- I appreciate that. no it's cool man how did the link up occur with mayhem in 2006 uh, yeah, so I met him through my friend Arian, who goes by the name Floyd here in Atlanta. He's kind of a big dubstep guy here. Uh-huh. Uh, he's the one that introduced me to drum and bass, actually, in the first place. Uh, so Anthony Mayhem uh, used to have a bi-weekly D&B show here called Transit, which was the first show I ever attended, which was Noisia, actually. Wow. <laughs> Talk about an amazing first show. Yeah. Uh, then he opened up a record shop, yeah, called uh, 404 Audio. And the name was taken from the 440 online forum that he had created years ago. I bought the majority of my records there, and over time we just kind of became friends. And I started sharing some of my tracks with him and asked him if he wanted to collab on one. He agreed. Well, shouts out to Anthony because I graced the 404 forums when I first started out. It's got a good little German bass community on there. Oh, so. that's awesome. Yeah, shouts out yeah, to everyone yeah. over on those forums. They're, they're a wicked bunch of people. And moving forward, tell us about three things about Mayhem then that we might not know. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I don't know if no one else knows this, but he can imitate Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam really well. <laughs> I have uh, video evidence of this, actually. What else? Uh, uh, he has uh, yeah, he has a cat named Flocka that became his cat when it just randomly jumped into his car one day. It's pretty wow. crazy. <laughs> and uh, he has yeah he has quite the collection of Nike shoes, probably enough to where he could have his own store, I think. Really? Wow! I thought I was a bit of a shoe girl, but no, that sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, Wreckage Machinery with a track called Repercussions was your first vinyl release on Trust in Music in 2012. How does it feel to have your music on a physical format, going back, talking to, about vinyl? And do you have a large vinyl collection? Uh, yeah, so that was definitely an amazing moment for sure. Uh, there's just something about having your music pressed to a tangible medium that makes it feel a little bit more official. I mean, I come from the vinyl, cassette, and CD days, so I think for people my age, it adds a nostalgia value that perhaps the younger generation wouldn't be able to relate mm-hmm. to. But I also think that in the drum and bass world, 
having vinyl pressed is the end goal for pretty much everyone. It's how it started. It's how DJing began. It's how you make your friends jealous. I do have a pretty <laughs> decent vinyl collection, but not nearly as big as some of my friends who have been spinning since like the 90s. I started collecting in 2006, I think, and I stopped regularly buying probably around 2012. Oh, it's nice to know. I love vinyl. It's an it's a awesome format. It's definitely loved oh, yeah. here in the UK as well. And I know definitely. When, I, when I've been over to America, people do treasure their vinyl because it's even more expensive to get vinyl from the UK shipped out to yep. America. So they treasure yep. it even more so sometimes over there. So. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I bought a lot online from uh, Chemical Records when they were around. I used to love going there. They had two shops in the UK, in um, England. They had yeah. one in Cheltenham, which I used to go in all the time, um, hunting down promos and white labels. And then they had another one um, at Chemical Records in uh, Bristol. And I actually played at a few of the Chemical Records night as a resident on rotation. So, yeah, I mean... Oh, that's awesome. That really cool shop. And when they closed down, it was a, it's sad. It's, a, it's such a sad time, so... Yeah, that definitely... It both yeah, both Chemical Records is no longer. I mean, a, a lot of the record yeah. shops in the in. I mean, it's all you know, MP3, WAV. Yeah, MP3. it's all Spotify. And, yeah, yeah I don't like yeah. MP3, so we won't big up the MP3. But <laughs> yeah, WAV files. <laughs> yeah, right. WAV files all the way. Yeah. <laughs> so let's yeah. talk about <laughs> Legion and Logan. How did Legion and Logan form, and what have been your biggest releases? Uh, yeah, so I met Hunter from Legion in 2012 through mayhem actually okay. so hunter had just moved to atlanta it was sharing a studio space with anthony okay. and he played their track called both sides for me and i was pretty much instantly sold i loved it so we started collabing almost right away and wrote house of cards which i would say has definitely been one of our biggest tunes mm -hmm. uh, i know our warehouse ep on new players did pretty well our track trippin with nc17 was included in friction's biggest bangers of 2014 mix Big and the title track friction. has been played out quite a bit all over the world yeah our Grum remix of Straight to Your Heart also did pretty well. That was our first UKF upload, and then Hospital picked it up for their Hospitality 2016 LP. That's big. And we did a couple more singles. Yeah, we did a couple more singles after that on Program, uh, To Be Alone and Holding On, and then uh, our latest single, Coming Home, which has done pretty well in the sports market, which is nothing I would have ever predicted. We'll talk about that in a minute, about the sports uh, music side and the TV things, but talking about yeah. the track called Vin Vintage uh, with Zombie Cats. It was a hit in 2014 with your second vinyl release. I mean, talking about your love of vinyl, have you got that vinyl in a special place in the house? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. It's framed up on the wall in the studio with all the others. I cherish all the vinyl, especially that one, like I said, because, you know, Regula and Dementia were like some of my heroes uh, back in the vinyl days. So Friction, Trace and Calyx and TV have been huge supporters of your music. How important do you think it is to the progression of your music to have some big players supporting you? Uh, I think, you know, in regards to having clout in the scene, it's actually really important mm -hmm. because the fan base will often listen to those big name mixes and discover new names through those mixes. Mm -hmm. So having your tracks included only helps promote you and your music. Mm -hmm. It's basically an endorsement by someone the fan base really looks up to, which definitely helps to propel you in the right direction. Mm. And when you're a fan of those people as well, it's a, it's a big kind of like motivation and boost and confidence boost as well when those people are supporting you, I guess. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. I remember I was actually cooking in the kitchen one day and I had a Calyx and TV mix playing in the background and all of a sudden I heard House of Cards. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea they played it. 
it's like a moment you never forget. It's a time and place. Yeah, it was. Like, yeah. it's vividly, you know, descriptive in my mind. I can absolutely remember that day. And I think because music production, it's not an easy thing, and it also takes a long time to get to a certain level. And also, it's very time yeah. con- it's very time consuming making music as well and getting it sounding right. Absolutely. Which a lot of people, you know, the, the, the fans and the ravers, you know, we play tracks for two or three minutes in a club. They won't probably realise that yep. sometimes those tracks have taken two, three, four, five, six months to, to get right. Exactly. So it's a lot of exactly. love behind it all. There's a lot of love behind those three minutes, definitely. Absolutely. So let's talk about this sports promotion because Coming Home, a track of yours, is now a soundbite in the BBC Match of the Day adverts and as well as several other sports outlets. So have you had the TV on in the UK or has somebody in the UK sent it to you in America or, you know, people just kind of shouted about it online and it must be surreal as well, surely? Oh yeah, definitely. It's been quite the WTF moment, but definitely in a good way. (laughs) Uh, Ram has sent us the video clips to check out, which has been awesome. But unfortunately, I don't think any of us have been able to witness it in real time since we all live in the States. Well, we Ma- definitely rinsed those clips, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, I bet. Well, Match of the Day, the BBC is huge over here, obviously. Have you ever been to the UK? Um, only one day when I was going to Austria. I stopped in London for my uh, layover. Yeah. Well, the BBC- I got to uh, walk around the city for a little bit. The BBC is like literally like the staple diet of all of our TV and music, which well, most, yeah. most of it. So, you know, match of the day for sports. Oh, God, you're reaching millions, millions of people. So yeah. It's amazing. It's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. Yeah, when they first told us, I didn't really know what they meant. <laughs> they no. like, yeah, this is being used in the match of the day. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Like, no, that's a big deal. I'm like, okay, explain. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge Because I don't know what that is. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you have different TV channels in, in America. You have, like, well, you have hundreds of channels, networks and things. But um, over here, we're pretty much yes. we're pretty much BBC One, BBC Two, BBC Three, and then we have obviously ITV, Channel Four, Channel Five, and then we have our additional kind of Sky packages and things. But yeah, it's massive. So big congrats to you there. Like I am like bowing. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Thank awesome. you. I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. So your own Santo Kurosta is a big achievement as well, and you have had some really good producers on there, like Amos, Nick B. Jade, Quadrant and Iris, Mayhem, Gridlock, A-Crate, Zero-T, Trey and Aggressor Bronx. So what are the plans for 2018 and what's scheduled for the next release? Uh, yeah, so there's a fair amount lined up at the moment. Uh, up next will be an EP by some newcomers from Australia called Dead Zodiac and Profane, Ooh. formerly known as Voltron. Okay. Uh, there'll be a remix by Tobax on that one as well. Uh-huh. Uh, then we're going to do an EP by Instinct and another by Coden. And I've discussed the idea of an LP for Diode, too. Uh, he's one of our guys from the States. Uh, he's a neurofunk Pez dispenser, is what I say. <laughs> and it's time for the world to hear all that he's capable of. Yeah, he's got a lot of tunes. Wow. Uh, also, I want to do an EP by D'Lo, which I know is going to be on point. And aside from this, I would like to do some all-American releases to showcase the talent of the US D&B scene, because there are quite a few people in here with mad skills that not enough people are familiar with, I think. No, definitely. And of course, we will definitely have some big names included on several of these releases. 
places too. It's nice that you're you're doing well and you're also trying to support the uh, American drum and bass scene because it does struggle sometimes. Yeah. I mean, just because we've just got such a huge amount of people over here doing their thing, it's you know, for you to be mm-hmm. an, for you to be an ambassador for that over there, you know, like hats off to you, you know, big up all day. Well, thanks. No, definitely. Yeah. That's so, really what I want to do is just kind of share, you know, the artists that I believe in pretty no, much. That's wicked. So yeah, you, thanks. <laughs> so you've shared the stage with some huge names such as Netskies, Subfocus, Galaxy TV and Dimension, and you've played at Respect in LA, and that was back in 2015, which is huge. What would be your dream gig, and what would be your dream lineup? Uh, I would really like to play at Flex in Austria, okay. mostly because I went there quite a few times back in 2009. Mm. and was just blown away by the club design and the fan base. I have a lot of fond memories of those events with my buddy Chris, a.k.a. Wreckage Machinery, and Alex, who formerly was known as The Square. Mm -hmm. As far as the lineup, I'd love to have my buddy Armani Rain as MC, without a doubt. Uh, I'd love to do a live show with Legion where I could play guitar live again. Mm. We did that once in Atlanta, and it was awesome. Mm. I personally would love to see Amos and Spectre Soul, Lone Star, Audio, and Urban Dub as a madman on the decks. I'd like that to be the lineup. Need to witness that person. Yeah, Evan Dub's awesome. I love him to bits. He's a good friend of mine. Wicked, wicked guy. Very, oh, that's awesome. Very talented drummer as well, so shouts out to him. And, oh, yeah. You know, Amani Rain is a wicked MC, so I'm, you know, Definitely. great. People haven't, yeah. like, heard of these people, you should definitely go and check them out. So let's talk about your top five favourite tracks right now. What are they? Um, there's a track called Clapback by D-Lo that I just put out. Okay. And uh, Hydra by Cursiva. Um, Lodestar, Gorilla, that track is mental. Mm. Uh, mean Teeth, Time Shift, I also just put that one out. And Bell, Humble, and Galaxy, I think you say it. Lonely FD's Rollout Remix. Yeah. Uh, some newcomers right there, I'm not familiar with that, but I just heard that track recently. Oh, wicked. Amazing. That is a, that's a good top five. <laughs> so yeah, thanks. If you could take one track on a desert island, if you were stranded, and you could only listen to that one track over and over forever, what would it be and why? That's uh, a tough one, because there's so many genres to pick from. But I'd say perhaps Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses, since it was the track that inspired me to play guitar in the first place. I feel like kind of nostalgia value doesn't ever seem to get old. Yeah, definitely. So that's going back to your rock roots, rock and metal roots there. Yeah, my rock roots, yeah. <laughs> and if I gave you $40,000, what would you do with it? Well, the responsible me would pay off my student loans and credit card debt. <laughs> and the irresponsible me would probably spend the remaining $11 going out to eat. Oh, okay. Where would you go to eat? Um, hmm, that's a good question. Probably this Vietnamese restaurant that's pretty close to where I live. <laughs> nice. I love noodles and chicken. So, yeah, what, me too. What gigs have you got coming up over the next few months? And have you got any planned podcasts or mixes we can look out for? Uh, yes, I believe there's talk of me heading out to Denver this year to play Language again. So that's a super dope night that my buddies Lee and Bo throw out there. Lee is the other half of Legion. Oh, okay. Uh, I might be doing a local show here yeah, in February as well, and some others that are awaiting confirmation. There's actually a mix that was supposed to be done for Corbs already, but with the holiday season, we didn't quite get to it yet. Sorry, mate. <laughs> I'm planning on doing that another doing another mix for uh, the Best Roman Bass podcast this year, too. My buddy Dorian uh, goes by the name Bad Syntax. He runs that one. Oh, wicked. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, I've been to Denver, and the drum and bass scene seems to be getting healthier and healthier out there. 
to misrepresent live on coollondon.com. Come on, the 
Thank you to everyone who's locked on. Thank you to everyone who's in the chat room. Next week on Wednesday, 7 to 9, you've got Blacker. And then the week after, it'll be me. So we're on rotation every two weeks. It's misrepresented. This is cool. And up next, you've got Total Hypnosis. And then at 11, you have Lion's Up from New York. See you in a couple of weeks. Big up.